Welcome to the Kalos Church Podcast. We're honored that you join us here. Kalos is a poorly pronounced Greek word that means beautiful. We chose that name because we believe that the words and ways of Jesus are very beautiful. And so each week we're bringing content to help make known that beauty. So let's go ahead and dive in to this past Sunday's sermon. I want to just encourage every single person here in this section, this section right here, the middle section, over here, the youth in the back. What's up, you guys? <laughs> here I am. Send me. That's the title of this message. Let's, let's, let's just real quick pray, and then I'm going to read a scripture here. Heavenly Father, I pray that we would have this heart that would say, here I am, God, use me, send me. I want to be a part of what you're doing here on earth. I want to be a part of bringing your kingdom to earth in Jesus' name. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Let's look, here, um, let's look at this verse. Oh, can you go back to that slide real quick? Do we have any Japanese people here real quick? I, I met Patrick. You're Japanese? Oh. Nice to meet you. Half Japanese. Nihongo wakanimasu Ah, mother, mother, mother this. Anybody else? <laughs> so this is, this is English. You guys know that. This is Japanese. Koko ni watashi ga orimasu. Watashi o tsukawashite kudasai. That's what Japanese looks like. Okay. Just to give you a flavor of the Japanese language and show off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> Let's go to that next verse. The Here, labor I, of our five years yeah, I can finally read. pay it off. <laughs> That's right. Isaiah 6, 8. Isaiah is a prophet. Uh, is in the Old Testament of the Bible. And he lived hundreds of years before Jesus. And he wrote this. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, here I am, send me. Isn't that cool? He heard the voice of the Lord. And I want to encourage you, do you hear the voice of the Lord this morning? I believe God's speaking to some people. He's commissioning some people to launch you out and be sent by God to do all that God's called you yes. to do. And, and, and what does that mean? Well, there's three areas, really, maybe even four. And we can use our time, our talent, and our treasure for the Lord. And I'll even include our testimony for the Lord. Yes. We can use all these things, our time. We can volunteer. We can serve at church. We can use our talents. Man, we got some talented people on this stage. Yes. Nathan, amazing. He lead in worship. And you know, yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I want to hold your beautiful baby over there. So bad, so cute. Erica, her voice is amazing. Talented people. Let's use our talents for the Lord. Don't let those, those are treasures that God wants to launch you and have you use. And maybe you can join a ministry team, uh, work with the children. That's a huge ministry. The two-year-olds, they need your love. You can be a greeter. You can do, join a different type of ministry here, the youth ministry, whatever it is, uh, media, tech. Let's use our time our, and volunteer and use our talents. But also let's use our treasure. And we're here in the middle of a, a legacy series. And you guys are giving to make an impact and to leave a legacy. And it's yes. so exciting. And let's have that heart. Here I am. Yes. Send me. God, use me. Yes. Don't pass me by. 
In the, this verse that we started with where Isaiah responds to God's call and says, here I am, send me. We want to read a little bit at the beginning of the chapter, uh, of chapter 6, to give you a little bit of context of what, what was happening during that time. Yes. So, so it says in verse 1, uh, Isaiah 6, 1, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. This is so beautiful because King Uzziah was a pretty good king in, that, uh, in their history. And he was king for 52 years. And in that year, in that year that he died, Isaiah could have you know, been discouraged. What, what does the future hold? What is going to come for this nation? What's going to happen? There could have been fear. Who's going to be the next leader? Will you be as good as King Uzziah? But in the midst of his trial and circumstance, he saw the Lord. Yeah. And I want to encourage you, no matter what you're going through this morning, put your eyes on yes. Jesus. Put your eyes on the King. And the Bible says that I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne. You know, we serve Jesus Christ, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Yes. He's a good God. Yes. And a couple of years ago, we went through the greatest trial of our marriage. Actually, last time we were here, my wife was pregnant with our fourth child. So we had, would have had a seven, five, three, and one-year-old, all girls. Well, two years old. Two years old. She would have been two years. That's right. And at 36 weeks, just two weeks before our scheduled C-section, the baby's heartbeat stopped, our baby, Esther Joel. And that just was a crusher. And we were believing God for a miracle. And in the midst of it all, God, I felt like God spoke to me. And in the midst of the grieving afterwards and all of the pain and all of the hardship, because it was hard. It was hard. It's been two years now, but it was a very difficult season of our life. And in the midst of it all, the Bible says that I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne. And our, our God, Jesus Christ, is still King of kings. He's still Lord of lords. He's still good. He still loves us. He's got our back. He's there for us when we need it. And man, we needed it. Yes. And Kalos Church was there for us too. Yes, that's right. Um, I'll share a little bit more about that later. But in this <laughs> next part of the verse I wanted to read, it says, Isaiah says, Then I said, It's all over. I'm doomed, for I am a sinful man. I have filthy lips, and I, I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the king, the Lord of heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lips with it and said, see, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then I heard the Lord asking, whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, here I am. Send me. And he said, yes, go. And he gave Isaiah a message to share to the people. And I just, I can really relate to Isaiah here where he's, he, you know, it was a difficult, tumult, uh, difficult time where the king had died. And Isaiah sees God. He sees these amazing angels surrounding the Lord. And then he says, it's all over. I'm doomed for I am a sinful man. He recognized 
his sinfulness. He recognized his humanity, that on his own, he is nothing. On his own, he is a man with filthy lips. I remember when we were going through that um, in the hospital, holding our, our little girl, and just, we were praying for a miracle. We were praying that God would bring her back to life. We were praying specifically, Lord, bring her back to life. Make her start breathing again. Make this, do this awesome thing for your glory, God. We were praying for that miracle, praying for it. But we did not see that miracle happen. And I remember feeling like, my life is doomed. It's over. How can I ever again pray for someone and believe that the miracle will happen when I didn't see this miracle that I most wanted in life happen? But God is so, so amazing because when we humble ourselves before the Lord, he, can li- he will then lift us up and he does miracles. No matter what circumstance you're going through, no matter what difficulty you're going through, our God is greater and he can do the most amazing miracle of cleansing, of removing sin, of removing guilt. I struggled with guilt for a long time after that. But Jesus has done some miracles in our lives, in my life personally. It's just even for us to be standing here today feels like a miracle because the Lord has brought a lot of healing and a lot of redemption in our lives. And our faith has grown. And I'm still believing for miracles. And we're still praying and we're still going to see God continue to do amazing things. And he has done an amazing thing in our lives. And when, after Isaiah saw the Lord and he responds like this, I'm doomed. But he was cleansed. He was, his sins were forgiven. And then the Lord asked, whom shall I send? He gives the offer. He gives the call right there. And Isaiah says, here I am. Send me. And I just want to encourage you, no matter what difficulty you're going through, look to the Lord and see him still sitting on the throne. And when he calls you out, when he calls, extends that invitation, can I use your life for my glory? Can I use your life to expand the kingdom? Would you respond by saying, here I am, Lord, send me. Amen. Whatever God's speaking to you this morning, whether it's join a ministry team, join a step out and be bold witness in your family, in your, in your neighborhood, in your workplace, whether, you know, whatever God is speaking to you today, I want to encourage you to say, yes, God, don't pass me by. Don't just use the leaders. Don't just use the worship team. Don't just use everybody else. God, here I am. Send me, Lord. Use my life. I want to be used for your glory. And we're, do we have this picture of a baseball team? This is the 2020 Olympic winning (laughs) Japanese team. They beat the United States in the Olympics. (laughs) Can you believe it? But they look so happy. It's, It's so great. And you know what? On a winning team, you need every single person to play their part. And so every single person here, as a, as a part of this church, as a part of the family of God, God wants to use every single one of you. Yeah. It's not just, oh, it's for them. It's, no, it's here I am. Send me. If the pitcher said, oh, I don't want to pitch, or the catcher was like, nah, I don't need to catch today. No, they need a, we all need to show up and use and allow God to use our lives and have that heart that Isaiah did. Here I am, send me. And as we're in the middle of this legacy series, I want to share a couple verses that the Apostle Paul shared to the Corinthian church in the New Testament. 
And, and he talks about giving this way. And he says, since you excel in so many ways, and that's you, Caleb's church, you excel in so many ways. You guys are just an incredible church, running after the Lord, amazing ministry teams, worship teams, all these things. In your faith, your gifted speakers, you guys have incredible speakers here, your knowledge, your enthusiasm, your love from us. I want you to also excel also in this gracious act of giving. You know, it's an amazing thing that God gives us the grace and we can give. And look at this, just this is chapter eight. Look at the next chapter in chapter nine. Paul encourages the Corinthians, as a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God. People on the other side of your giving will give glory to God. And look at this. For your generosity to them and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. Your generosity is a ministry. Yes. It's not just the, uh, we have kids ministry, we have all these ministries, but also when you give, it's a ministry. Yeah. And you can be, every single one of us can be part of this amazing ministry. We personally, uh, me personally, have, I have never experienced how a gift of finances could impact someone so much as I did um, after we had lost Esther. People would say to us, oh, what can I do for you? You know, anything you need, let us know. We want to help you. And honestly, during a time of that intense grief, we, like, we didn't know what we needed. We didn't know how, what to ask for. Or what to, all we could do is like, just mourn. And um, in that time, your pastors, Purdue and Amritha, uh, just saw a need in our lives and they just took the lead on something that we didn't even know that we needed in the moment. They got a few special people, people even from your here from Kayla's church and said, hey, would you go in on a, a financial gift for the blocks for them to use specifically with childcare? And they collected $1,000 for us. They sent us $1,000 and they said, this money is for you to uh, pay a babysitter to watch your kids so that the two of you can spend time together and grieve together and process together. And, you know, I, I know that it's a, such a blessing to give uh, financially, but I had never experienced the depth of that because we took that money, we put it in an envelope, and we started paying a babysitter every week to come and babysit our kids. And we went out and we would just talk together, process, grieve together, pray together. That was so influential in our marriage. And it took us to another level that I think that a lot of the fruitfulness that we're seeing this year in ministry is due to that. So thank you guys for that generosity. And Kayla's Church, that is yeah, an example to follow. That's amazing. Love it. Yeah. That's just amazing how a gift of generosity can bring so much life and transformation. And maybe you don't even know the people that you will impact through your generosity. Amen. That's so good. We're going to close here. But we just want to say thank you, Kalos, for having us. It's a privilege to be here. God is using this church in such an, a mighty way. And so um, God bless you. Let me just share this one last thing. And can you put that, that traffic light on the screen? And I just want to encourage people to live life with a green light. Be, don't be like, ah, you know, don't live life with a red light. Only if God really tells me to, to do it will I do it. No, you know, God's already 
told us and commissioned us and said, go and make disciples of all nations. And he's, he's sent us out. And there's peace when, Jesus, when you go and you're, you're sent and Jesus is there with you. And I, I just want to encourage you, live life with a green light. Unless God says, don't do it. Hey, I'm going to bless people. I'm going to step out and share my faith and the love of Jesus with others. Let's bring up Pastor Pradeep. And thank you so much. I need a hug. Can we give it up for the blocks? Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us for the Kalos Church Podcast. We'll be back here every week with fresh content. But hey, I want to give you an invitation to our Sunday morning service. We'd love to meet you in person. We have multiple service times every single Sunday morning in downtown Bellevue, Washington. If you would be interested in joining us, just go to www.kalos.church. All the information you need is there. You can actually even click a link to sign up and save a seat so we can help make sure you feel comfortable coming and hanging out with us in person. So thanks again for joining us and we'll see you next time.